Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast, a podcast for elementary teachers who want to feel inspired each week on your ride into school. I'm your host, Rachel, and my goal is to give you simple and actionable 21st century teaching strategies that you can take into your classroom to spark the love of learning in your students. You are already amazing, and together we're going places. Thanks for taking me along for the ride. Raise your hand if you feel like your students are all over the place when it comes to writing. They don't know what to be working on. They don't know how to make their writing better. You feel like you're constantly spoon feeding them all the answers for how to improve their writing. Well, if your hand was raised, then you are in the right place because in this episode, I want to help you help your students become better writers by developing personal writing goals. We know how important goals are for ourselves. We know that when we have a goal that we're working towards, we create an action plan and hopefully we eventually reach those goals. But students need help in that process. They aren't master goal setters yet. And I want to help you get your students to a point where they can start to see where they need to improve and develop goals and even more so, even more importantly, action steps and action plan to get them closer to those goals. And actually what I'm going to walk you through today is a lesson that is plucked right out of my Getting Started with Writer's Workshop unit, which is all about setting the foundation for Writer's Workshop in your classroom, the routines, the procedures, helping your students get acquainted to the format itself. And if you love this episode and you like what you're hearing and you want to check out that entire unit, I will link to it in the show notes at classroomnook.com forward slash podcast forward slash 87. All right, let's dive right into all about how to help your students develop writing goals to make themselves better writers. One of the first things we need to do as teachers when we're helping our students develop writing goals is to first explain to them why writers need to set goals. We first want our students to buy into the whole idea of setting writing goals so that they want to do it for themselves, so that they see the benefit of them. And so we can share with them that, you know, writing goals help writers to focus on specific skills. Instead of going into a writing piece, having to think about all the things, as writers, if we know we have to improve on one specific area, even if we have other things that we need to improve on, if we focus on just one thing at a time, we can put all our energy into that one goal. This is true for any skill, of course. You know, we want to learn how to do something that we haven't done before or something that we want to get better at. We can't try to fix all the things at one time. We got to take it step by step. So we got to help our students to understand and believe that goals help writers focus on one specific skill. We also want to help students understand that we set goals so that writers can keep track of their progress. When we set goals, we have different milestones that we reach along the way. We have this big, large goal that we want to achieve at the end, but we might have many goals along the way that we keep track of that helps us know that we're making progress. And finally, we want to teach students that we set goals so that we can reflect on ourselves as writers. Just trying to set goals in the first place lets us know that we're thinking about the things that we want to get better at or the things that we should get better at. So as we're setting those goals, we're reflecting on where we are right now. So that's the first thing that I like to focus on when I start introducing the idea of goal setting as a writer. We first teach them why it's important for writers to set goals so that they can focus on a specific skill one at a time so that they can keep track of their progress and so that they can reflect on themselves as writers. 
Then I think it's really helpful for students to see that there are different types of writing goals. When we say the word goal, that doesn't really give our students a starting point because goals could be anything. So by breaking down this large idea of setting writing goals into categories really helps our students to focus. So let me show you what I mean. Some writing goals that we can set as writers is to improve the presentation of our writing. So these are goals that help us focus on how our writing actually looks and how easy it is to read. So this is maybe for some of you who have younger students, but not always. We've always had those students in our third, fourth, maybe even fifth grade classrooms where somebody comes into our classroom and their writing is just atrocious. It's so hard to read. It's all over the place. And there could be some under causes for this and that's okay too. We want to support them in that. Maybe they need some extra support, but there are just are also some of those students that just need to focus on improving the look of their writing. So here are some possible goals that fall under that presentation. One goal might be that the student is going to work on putting more space between each word. It's a simple, straightforward, short little goal, one little skill that they can focus on. Another goal that they might focus on if they fall into this category is that they'll make their letters more clear. Another goal might be that they're going to work on erasing unwanted or incorrect words completely before starting to write. You know, all those students that you've had where they start to erase something, but don't quite erase it altogether and write over the top and the result just looks like a big mess. So these are the types of goals for your students who just need to focus on how their writing looks. They could be writing the best story ever or the most detailed animal report, but you wouldn't know it because their writing is just not legible. And so we need to give them the goal of making their writing better so that we can see how amazing the content of their writing is. Another type of writing goal that we can give our students, and this is maybe one that is overlooked or not necessarily thought of as a writing goal, are writing behavior goals. So again, these are not necessarily goals that help improve the content of the writing, but they're things that we need to get our students on track for in order for them to have success in writing in general. So these writing behavior goals are goals that help students focus on how they act during writer's workshop. Now, I focus a ton of my time in the classroom those first 20 to 30 days at the beginning of the school year on routines, procedures, and behavior expectations during writer's workshop. I think that that is one of the most important things that you need to focus on at those first few weeks of your writer's workshop, really just in your classroom in general. But if we're talking about writer's workshop, it's so crucial to take it slow as far as rolling out your writer's workshop format and the expectations during that time, because I think that sets the foundation. It's the most important thing that you can focus on at the beginning of the year so that you don't have to focus on it later on in the school year and you can get right into the different content and the skills and strategies that you want to teach. However, those first 20 days are sometimes not enough for certain students who need to focus on their behavior a little bit more. So it's for these students that we give them specific behavior goals that they can work on throughout the year. So these are goals like, I will begin writing right away. So if you have a student who is constantly dilly-dallying as they get themselves set up or they get distracted by other students around their classroom, this is a goal that could help them to focus on getting started right away. You can also have a goal that will help students to focus on writing for longer so that a student doesn't write for five minutes, say I'm done, and then not have anything else to do. 
Another writing behavior goal would be to help students to stay focused during writing time. So this is similar to what I just mentioned. You know, sometimes they get distracted or they get started on something and then start doing something that they shouldn't be doing. This is a goal for them. Another one would be to help them to focus on keeping their writing materials organized. So we would develop a plan of action that would help them reach this goal. The next few types of writing goals are more what you probably think of as writing goals. These are going to be the goals that focus on the actual content of the writing, the structure of their writing, and so on. But I do think it's important that we also consider giving students writing behavior goals and writing presentation goals if they need them, if they're not quite there. Because once we get the behavior down, once we help them with their actual writing itself, then it becomes a whole lot easier to focus on these other writing goals. And one of these writing goals that is focusing on the content are writing structure and organization goals. So these are goals that help students to focus on how they organize the content or information in their writing. Goals like adding dialogue to their writing. So it's not just, you know, a narrative of something going on, but they're actually having characters talk back and forth. Another goal might be to start using more transition words first, next, then when telling steps or events in a story. Another goal might be to start using paragraphs to separate out major topics or events within their writing piece or goals that help them to focus on varying the lengths of their sentences so they don't have, you know, three word sentences throughout their entire writing piece. Another writing structure and organization goal might be to help them focus on staying on topic in their writing piece and really just focusing in on the main topic of their writing piece. And the list goes on and on. These are just a few examples of writing structure and organization goals. And I should mention at this point too that in my student's writer's notebook, I have a list of all of these writing goals for them right in front of them. That way, when we go to develop writing goals and choose our writing goal for the month or the quarter, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but when they go to choose their writing goal, they're not coming up with these goals off the top of their head. Of course they could, we don't wanna limit them to these goals, but most students need a little guidance. And so I have this huge list of goals divided into these categories that I'm talking about right now so that they have a starting point. And then maybe they read that goal and they're like, oh, that goal mostly applies to me, but I'm gonna tweak it just a little bit. And of course your guidance and help on that is gonna be needed as well. So we've got our writing presentation goals, we have our writing behavior goals, and we have our writing structure and organization goals. A fourth type of writing goal that we can teach our students to be focusing on are the writing convention goals. So these are goals that help students to focus on making their punctuation and their grammar correct. So, you know, things like making sure that they have capital letters at the beginning of each sentence and punctuation marks at the end, or that they use quotation marks when they're showing that a character is talking, or that they use commas correctly, or that they indent a paragraph to show when a new one has begun, and so on and so forth. And it's important here to note that each thing that I'm mentioning is its own separate goal. We want to keep the goals short and specific. We don't want to say that a student's going to work on their capital letters and their punctuation and their commas all in one goal. That's too much for a student to focus on. So maybe we just focus the first goal on making sure that they have a capital letter at the beginning of every sentence. Then maybe another goal would be to make sure that they have a punctuation at the end of every sentence. The more narrow and specific we can make our goals for our students, the more likely they are to achieve that goal so that they can then move on to another goal. So those are our writing convention goals. The last type of writing goal that I teach my students are the spelling and vocabulary goals. So these are goals that help students focus on using varied, interesting, and correctly spelled words. 
So an example of a spelling and vocabulary goal is, I will use resources such as dictionaries, thesaurus, and word walls to help me choose new and interesting words. Another goal might be that they're going to use sensory words to help describe something in their writing and add sensory words in to make it more interesting. They might use word chunks and blends to help them sound out words. Another goal might be that they are going to underline a word when they're unsure of its spelling so that they can keep writing and then check back later so they don't get caught up on the spelling of a word. Another goal might be that they replace boring words with more exciting words. So these are all spelling and vocabulary goals. And let me be clear, you are likely not going to cover all of this information that I'm sharing with you with your students in one sitting. You might break this up into many different lessons, mini lessons at the beginning of your writer's workshop, depending on the age of your students. So, you know, one mini lesson might be that first thing that we talked about, which is why do writers set goals? And you just kind of focus on that and have a conversation about that. Then you might talk about the different types of writing goals without giving examples. So you give them the different types like the writing presentation, the structure and organization goals, convention goals, behavior goals, and spelling and vocabulary goals. And you just talk about what each of those types of goals are. That might be a mini lesson all by itself. And then you might go into the different examples of each type of goal and have students choose from the list that you might provide for them. So you can break this up or consolidate it as much or as little as you need to, depending on the age of your students or depending on the experience that they've had in the past with developing writing goals. If this is the first time that they're coming up with writing goals, you're gonna have to break it up into smaller chunks. If this is something that they've been doing all along, then you might be able to move a little bit faster, but you gotta take the lead from your students. All right, once your students know the different types of goals and maybe some examples of those goals, it's important to help them to know when they should be choosing a goal. So we don't want them to just kind of pick out of a hat a random goal for them to be working on. We want them to recognize in themselves what goal would be best for them. So in addition to the list of goals that I give my students within each category, I also have alongside that goal details about when it's best to choose that goal. So let me give you an example. Under the presentation goals, one of the goals says, I will put more space between each word. And next to that goal, it says, when to choose this goal. When I look at my writing, it's hard to tell where one word ends and the next word begins. So we're giving students some key indicators of when a certain goal might be best for them or most appropriate for them. So they can look at their writing and say, oh yeah, it does look like my words kind of all run together. So now they know that might be a potential goal for them to work on. Here's another example. Under the writing structure and organization goals, I mentioned one of the goals is that they will add dialogue to their writing. Well, under the column where it says when to choose this goal, it says the characters in my story don't really talk to each other. My writing only seems to narrate what is going on. So again, they can look at their writing. They don't notice any quotation marks throughout. Their characters aren't talking to, to each other. This might be a great goal to add a little variety to my writing. Now, in a perfect world, our students will look at this list of goals and next to the goals uh, when it's appropriate to choose this goal, and they'll say, oh yeah, that's totally my goal. They'll pick it and they'll move on. That's likely not going to happen. So there will be a time in your class, you know, at the beginning of the school year where you might have to say, hey, this might be a great goal for you. I notice when I look at your writing, I can't see where one word ends and the other begins, or I can't see any places where your characters are talking to each other. You might want to choose this goal that helps you to add dialogue to your writing. 
And for some students, you might be doing that kind of prompting throughout much of the school year, and that's okay. The idea here is that we're planting the seed that we as writers develop goals for ourselves, we come up with the action plan, and we reflect on our writing. So you may have to give a little scaffolding when it comes to developing their own writing goals and a little extra support. But the idea here is that over time, students start looking for key indicators of when they need to work on a specific skill or strategy. Once students are familiar with the goals and they start looking at the indicators of when they might need a certain goal, now it's time to teach them that we don't just come up with a goal, but that we actually put a plan in place, an action plan to help reach that goal. So you're of course gonna need to model this for your students and kind of work through a set of goals together. So I typically do this with a very simple chart on the far left hand side of the chart. I have a column for the month and then the next column is the goal. The third column is my plan. And then the final column is my reflection. How did I do? So it's just a four column chart and we add to this chart throughout the year. So if you start in September, the first month of the school year, they put September in the column. They write their goal for that month they write their plan, and then they write their reflection at the end of the month about how they think they did on that goal, whether or not they need to tweak it, whether or not they feel like they have accomplished that goal and they're ready to choose another one, or if they need more time. So here's a very basic example. It's the month of September, so I write September in my month column, and then I write my goal is, I will have a capital letter at the beginning of every sentence and a punctuation mark at the end of every sentence. That's the goal, it's short, it's right to the point. It gives them just one or two little things to work on. Then under the my plan column, it says, I will stop often to reread my writing and check for capitals and punctuation. I will also have a friend check my writing. So now we're giving them action steps of what they can do to help them reach their goal. Maybe you have a couple other little strategies that you want them to try. For example, if you want them to be stopping often to reread their writing, maybe they make a star at the end of every paragraph to indicate to themselves, yep, I checked this, I reread it, and I'm ready to move on to the next paragraph. So they have that little visual reminder or visual confirmation, rather, that they did what their plan says that they should be doing to stop often and reread. And then you get to the end of the month and maybe the reflection looks something like this. At the end of September, I was better at including punctuation, but I still need to check for capital letters. And so now going into the month of October, they're going to tweak their plan. They're going to tweak their goal a little bit and then continue on. Now, here's the thing. There will be months where they choose a goal that they don't really need to choose. And so that's where your help is going to be important, where you can maybe get a couple weeks into the month and say, you know what? I don't really think this is the goal for you. Let's have a discussion. Let's retalk about this and come up with a better goal for you. And so that conversation will likely take place in you know, a writing conference or some other time where you're just meeting with the student. You don't want to let an entire month go by for them working on a goal that isn't really a best fit for them. So reflecting on that, helping them to make sure that they've got a good fit is going to be really important in this process. And until you really know them as writers, it may be a little tricky, a little challenging at the beginning of the school year to come up with a goal that really does best fit their needs. So give yourself a little wiggle room and a little time to get to know them as writers. It's okay if they choose a goal in September or whenever it is that you're starting this, that isn't the best. As you go through the year, you're going to get better at guiding them toward more appropriate goals. They're going to get better at identifying the types of goals that they need to work towards this whole process just takes time. So give yourselves a little grace in the process. Now let's switch gears here for just a minute and talk about when you're actually addressing these goals and assessing these goals. 
Several episodes ago, in episode 63, I talked all about conducting writing conferences. And in that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. I talk all about how writing conferences are driven by these goals. And by helping your students to develop writing goals, the ones that we've just been talking about, that is going to then give your writing conference a purpose for what to focus on, what to model for them, and for what to discuss to help make their writing better. So if their writing goal is from the writing structure and organization category, and their goal is to use paragraphs to separate out major topics or events, then that's what you're talking about in your writing conference. That's what you're pointing out for them in their writing pieces where they need to add that in, where they need to put that goal into practice. That's what you're modeling for them to show how to effectively reach this goal. So when you have these goals set in place, it makes your writing conference time so much more effective, so much more purposeful for you and your students and it gives you the blueprint of what goes on during your writing conferences. So I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 63. That episode and this one right here are just perfect companion episodes to help you make the most of your writing time. So I hope you found this episode helpful in helping you wrap your brain around how to help your students develop writing goals. I hope that you see the value in it, and if you need a little help putting this into practice, I've got two resources that will help you do that. The first one is my writer's notebook. And in the writer's notebook, it's printable or digital. It includes a whole bunch of stuff, but more specifically to this episode, it includes a whole section all about writing goals. So it includes that list of writing goals that we went through today, broken up into the different categories that we talked about today. Also next to each goal, it includes key indicators of when a student should be choosing that goal. And then it also includes that chart that they're gonna be filling out throughout the school year where they list their monthly goals and their action plan for reaching those goals. It has a whole bunch of other stuff to help your students stay organized and focused in writing. So if you would love something like a writer's notebook, you can check that out over at the show notes. And if you would like an entire unit that includes the writer's notebook on all about how to get started with writer's workshop at the beginning of the school year, all of the lessons, all of the student and teacher resources, you can check out my entire getting started in writer's workshop unit. I will also link that over in the show notes as well. All right, if you like this episode, if you found it helpful, you're going to love next week's episode where we are going to break down how to help your students develop reading goals. So if you really want your students to become goal-setting masters, do it in both readers and writers. It goes hand in hand, and they'll have practice in all areas of their literacy instruction. So stay tuned to next week. We're going to dive into reading goals, and I will give you all the nitty-gritty details on how to successfully implement that in your classroom. All right, I can't wait to connect again with you next week. I hope you have a wonderful start to your week, and I will be back again next week with another episode. Bye for now.